What's up, everybody? You are listening to the Super Flexible Podcast. I'm your host, Two Drink. As always, my boy Swags is here. What up? What's up, dude? Uh, we're going to talk some trades today. We might get a little crazy. We had to bring the Super Flex dude himself in. What's yes. up, dude? What's up, boys? We're we're breaking new ground yet again. We're We're pushing the boundaries because, like, 45 minutes ago, I was still just kind of wandering around my house, like, in my in my basketball shorts, my hair all messed up. Like I had just gotten out of bed. I still had the my my uh, nose strip on and stuff. <laughs> like it was like half <laughs> peeling off and stuff. I was it, I was I was still a mess. Like and uh, now here we are, forty five minutes later, podcast. Here we are with and- still a mess. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> still a mess, but uh, a little bit more uh, a little bit more polished this time. A- empty tummy, John. Yeah, all the uh, other than that Mountain Dew. That's all it takes. That's all it takes to, to get me champions. out of it. You know how like when you first wake up in the morning and you're just kind of you look like a stroke victim. You're just kind of <laughs> dragging around now. But and and then like Mountain Dew is like my is like spinach for Popeye for me. Just need I'm a little. Sure you're doing sleep right, John. But hey, whatever <laughs> whatever gets you up in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, so I definitely want to take some talk some trades, but I I just thought of something. And John, you're running a whole bunch of SFBX mocks. Yes, have you have you taken a look at those outside of just setting them up? Because I know you're setting them up like crazy. I think uh, you got to be in the 20s at this point. I'm I'm guessing from the yeah, looks we're, of it. Uh, we're in the 30s now. 30s now. <laughs> There's goodness. a ton of them. Yeah. Are, are you um, participating in a, in many of these? And so not that I, it really matters, but are there any trends you even started to see? Um, so let's see. So Kent Wyrock, uh, I should really pull up his, his, uh, his Twitter handle. I'm, I'm not going to do it right now, <laughs> but, but so Kent is compiling all the ADP, not only from my mocks, but the ones that Ryan McDowell set up. Uh, and I think there's a, a couple others floating out there. So, um, between us, I think we're, we're well over 50, probably wow. around 60 mocks. Wow. And he put some ADP together from that. Um, I, I, I've I've looked at it. I haven't really analyzed it a whole lot. Um, and uh, I'm in two mocks. And uh, the the biggest trend that I'm seeing is that people aren't really worrying too much about the scoring settings. To be honest, with you. or maybe yeah. understand it enough. <laughs> that's, I mean, that that's probably a good question. I started putting the the full scoring um, on the league message board so mm-hmm. that everybody can see, or at least the, the you know the the base scoring, the, right. the the really important stuff that people need to know. But it's still not changing anything. I mean, we're still seeing you know low volume low efficiency quarterbacks still going early like they normally would Kyler Murray still going like in the you know the early second round yeah that you don't like that hype. yeah yeah and yeah I don't I don't really like that all that much you know um but but to be like who are the quarterbacks you're seeing him go in front of though so the, I mean the <laughs> Aaron Rodgers yeah um, Aaron Rodgers yeah, yeah. Um, which Russell like that, Wilson Dak yeah, yeah, not necessarily Dak, I guess. Um, sometimes Russ goes ahead of him, but I, I mean, some of the some of the guys who get a pretty big bump in this scoring, like Drew Brees, Matthew Stafford, mm-hmm. Matt Ryan, like those guys are still going at their normal redraft ADP, and it's mm-hmm. it's just like, man, these guys are like you have to have those guys in this scoring. I think I was last week we had a. Uh... Your boy Brian Hart on from Tradex Pod and also on Superflex Super Show. Um, and I was pretty set at taking running back 101. Mm-hmm. I then listened to the latest Superflex Super Show with Addison Hayes, or whichever one that one is by the time you're listening to this, talking yeah. a lot about the scoring. And I'm not going to lie, I almost feel like that scared me a little bit. With all like the negative games that a lot of quarterbacks, even the top-end ones, had or, or low points. Yeah. That's... And it's uh, it, sometimes really negative. I can't <laughs> take I can't take a minus twenty eight from Sam Darnold in a know, week right? and anticipate right. winning anything. Yeah, like I don't that. care if he's seeing ghosts. Like that doesn't do anything for me. Negative twenty eight is just not acceptable. I think Baker had like a minus eighteen or minus twenty. Like, yeah, 
Yeah. Wow. But I mean, <laughs> but if if you put both of your guys's openings there together, like you still take Barkley, and then you've got your two three turn. You can probably get Stafford and Matt Ryan. Yeah, that better be what you hope is there, though. And, and I know none of our drafts are going to go the same, and, and there is hope and sure. there is risk. And so I totally get what you're saying, but I don't think it's that crazy that you can get a couple guys like that at that turn still. Sure, but let yeah. me let me backpedal from last week's show and, and, and listening to that new information. I think Mahomes' lowest game was like 11 points. Like even Mahomes had an 11-point game, but... A yeah, lot of these guys had zeros and twos and negative twos. Yeah. Why wouldn't I just take Mahomes at 101 and it, just to have the safety, not even the fact that it's Mahomes, but safety in the number of what we saw, uh, and then and then go get the running backs at that 2-3 turn now. And and maybe my quarterback at one instead of taking you know the Barkley and then the next person taking mm-hmm. McCaffrey or whatever order, and then pushing those quarterbacks a little bit farther because where I started – what if you go do it the other way and start quarterback and people go, oh, shit, that's how this draft's going to be. Uh, sure, those running backs are still going to be mixed in there, but could that push enough quarterbacks to go before my 2-3 turn now where now I can get decent guys um, you know, at RV at the 2-3 turn? I don't know. Yeah. Just listening to that show and then like re-listening to the show you know, with Brian Haar on our show, and I was like, hmm. <laughs> I'm going to have to bring that up the next time we talk because I don't feel I was 100% like I'm taking Saquon. I'm bumping the CMC trend. And now just after that and kind of looking at it more, uh, you shouldn't just go into this like anything else. But I, I, so, I, I, I agree. But I think at the same time, like just kind of to John's points, like of how slept on, the, like nobody's going to, even if it's the right decision, there's going to be very few people taking some of the elder quarterbacks that aren't Mm -hmm. as flashy early like that's just a a reality like there's it's going to be few and far between there's a lot too many like dynasty heads out there and and, i mean that's just the way it is like we look at that adp all the time and like the the players we hype all year because of dynasty like that's a big part of scott fishbowl population and and i think that you can definitely take mahomes there but then i think realistically the separation in your running backs just because of how underhyped some of these quarterbacks are that you'll get at that turn are going to be less valuable than like you might get one of the top five quarterbacks because they fall because of Mm -hmm. john's points at that that turn there you're not getting a top five running back unless they crazy hit you know what i mean (laughs) right but you know what i mean like no for sure i've i've done only one mock through John because he won't put me in another. You joker! But I've done. <laughs> you won't fill out the damn yeah, form. Sign up. You're the only. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm, I think a, I'm, I'm gonna, like, just a, just I'm joking. But seriously, fill out. But seriously, fill out the form. No one's above this. I've done six. I filled one out not that long ago. Maybe it was. Maybe it was for Dynasty, not for SFB. Chill out. But I've done because he's doing those sleeper mocks, John. That's what it is. I, I have done some of those, yep. And I've done Ooh. other other SFB mocks on MFL that other people have set up. A guy <laughs> like Breeze never seen past 209 at this point. And I've seen him at 110 or 110, okay. 109, okay. somewhere okay. like that, and other ones. Okay. Uh, Stafford and Matt Ryan, I'll have to go look. I think it usually at least one of them is there. But in those mocks, maybe, maybe that's not different. But these are all people that are in SFB. We're not getting randos off Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, it's people with their draft spots on these. Yep. Uh, so I, I just don't know that I, I do feel that good. Because if those quarterbacks aren't there, now I have to, quote unquote, reach for a quarterback because I'm on the turn. Or, yeah. you know what I mean, punt it at 2-3 and just pray. So this, uh, this is why, by the way, I, so I requested 110 for my draft position. And it's because of this. It's did because, you get it? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I ended up at, at 10. Uh, you know, most people are trying to get in the top two or three, and, and I don't like it there because you do feel so committed to, like, one of those three guys. Yeah. You know, it it, it, it really kind of comes down to either, you know, Mahomes or McCaffrey. It's kind of acceptable to take Barkley, but uh, I, like, I like the fact that at 110, I can actually target the guys who I think are going to be you know, the, the number one at their position, uh, this year without feeling like I'm, I'm like, it's a massive reach Mm -hmm. because like 
the the idea of reaching in a draft uh, it shouldn't exist in the Scott Fishbowl, but there's still enough psychology behind it that uh, you know even when you can't trade, you still feel like how am I possibly going to take Joe Mixon over Christian McCaffrey? You know, no, I I hear you. I, I pick 101. I had 101 last year and I did horribly. I picked 101 this year just to show myself that I can do better from that spot. I had some crazy <laughs> stuff happen, but. Like, I, I did want that spot. I'm like Swag. Swags is on the other side at 12. I mm-hmm. like being on the turn uh, because I'm a little impatient, and I, I like to know that when it's my turn, I get my two, and then I'm done with it for a little bit in that aspect of it. Nice. I don't want to wait on a bunch of people. Um, yeah. And and I did say reaching. I, I like being on the turn because I don't care where that guy is. If he's in the next 20 to even 30 spots, and that's the guy I think that outscores the rest of them, I don't mind taking him because that's my guy there. So I feel like I get more of my guys on the turn, maybe because I have to, you know, with just the amount of spots that left until I pick. But I, I do enjoy that spot there. Uh, I feel like this is going to go down to uh, probably the last second for me, which which doesn't feel great in my confidence from making up for last year. But this is what this tournament does to people, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it it does. And, and man, it's just, like I said, like it's it's so hard to get past the the psychology that uh, that we that we normally apply to a, right. you know even to a, just our redraft leagues. Still, just the idea of I you know I I, I think that people are are willing to reach for Drew Brees in the second round. We know how good he can be because he was a quarterback six overall in this scoring last year. And that's with even missing like, four he, and he a half missed, games. Five yeah, games. he missed like four and a half, five games, something like that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's it's definitely well within the realm of possibility that with a full healthy season, he's the quarterback one overall. All but right. We, so quick, we quick still little. just can't get there in the first round. Right. No. And quick little just pivot because you said Breeze and Bridgewater leaving there. Yeah, Bridgewater's in Carolina. Um, this scoring looks like it's dink and dunk friendly because you want to hit those guys. Carolina, we believe, will probably spread it out and use those weapons. But not just that. What about the week 13 buy here? I know we're getting really kind of technical at this point, and it, and it kind of applies to McCaffrey too, and I see people talking about that. Week 13 buy in, in Scott Fishbowl is the first round of the playoffs. So if yeah. you're taking those guys, McCaffrey – or I think Bridgewater is a solid guy. Maybe later on, if he's the one that actually wins that job, that's a Curtis different Samuel time and place. A, yeah, Curtis <laughs> Samuel is a deep sleeper. But is, is, does a week thirteen buy where you at all in this format, or even like regular redrafts? Does that like do you not want to have a guy with that late a buy when you're trying to get in, or you you believe in yourself enough that you can get there with enough wins before that, and that's an advantage to you that McCaffrey and Bridgewater and those guys more don't have a buy during your regular season. That's one extra week you get from them. Do they get a bump up there? Um, I, I'm, they stay pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, it stays pretty neutral to me. No, I, I, I think that it's a, first of all, I think that it's a, a, a rational thing to, to consider. Um, second, I think that a lot of people are going to think that way. Um, I, I'm, I'm not worried about it. I, I, my personal feeling, especially with McCaffrey, like, the the thing with running back is, uh, you know, you you have to you're going to end up playing the waivers quite a bit anyways at the running back position. You you have to like that's how you win in a, 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 you know any fantasy championship. Most, yeah. you, you know, regardless of the format, like these guys just don't stay on the field. At some point, you're going to have to you know you're going to have to dip into waivers and and come up with. You know, Raheem Mostert and Boston Scott were guys who kind of came on at the end of the year last year. Um, you know, DeAndre Washington and and uh, Bo Scarborough are kind of guys who had, you know, in a, in our fantasy playoffs, they were guys who kind of yep. who did something for us. Like, you have to find those guys anyways. So it's like, why not just ride McCaffrey, you know, as, as far as you can get and then be ready to pick up some of those late season guys. Yeah. Yeah, if you're gonna have to do that anyways, like it doesn't matter if he's if he's hurt or on by, it's it's still the same process. Hmm. Hmm. So I'm probably, I'm probably taking quarterbacks on my turn unless somebody I really like is there. But like so, and I like that at two, like at one two, you know, or mm-hmm. twelve thirteen overall. And I'm guessing John's probably targeting quarterbacks as well. He'll probably you're taking Aaron Rodgers as one of those picks if you can. <laughs> I'm guessing. And, and right, I'm not I mean, sure. No, I haven't. I haven't totally decided. So, 
I I actually want to test you out a theory. Go that fast? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. So I think that there's a possibility that I get Aaron Rodgers with my third or fourth pick. Mm-hmm. That's part oh, of it. Okay. I might try and I might try and sneak him through, but I also want to test a, a theory on you guys real quick because this is something I've been thinking about, and it, it makes me wonder a little bit about my Aaron Rodgers love, or, or at least like there, I, I found a hedge, I think, mm-hmm. um, and I want to see if you guys how you guys feel about this. But so my my question kind of was my thesis here was you know was it was it Aaron Rodgers. Or was it Mike McCarthy all those years? Like mm-hmm. which which of the two was you know the the real driving force between uh, uh, you know b- behind the the fantasy goodness that we got from Aaron Rodgers for like you know eight straight years basically? And I mean I still think it's Aaron Rodgers, but there's a possibility that it was just it was the Mike McCarthy system. Mm-hmm. I mean now. Not only do we get Mike McCarthy back, we get a good young quarterback yeah. for him to run that system, and he's got wide receivers everywhere. He's got a better wide receiver group than Aaron Rodgers yep. ever had. So yeah, I'm definitely. starting to think, you know, if 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 you buy into Aaron Rodgers, maybe the move is to start with Dak Prescott, and then you know maybe come back with Aaron Rodgers later, and 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 see is it is it Rodgers or is it is it McCarthy? Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. Like, do you if, if that's a if that's a strategy you guys would would get behind, or or do you think it's kind of a mutually exclusive type of thing? Uh, no, I love it. I mean, I've been getting a lot of like Dak and Russ on those turns. There, I think that um, I mean Dak just threw five thousand yards last year. I know a lot of it was from behind, but I, I think he's going to throw four thousand to forty five hundred yards this year. And like you said, his weapons like. Um, I, I like Aaron Rodgers not as much as you, but in this format, I like him a lot more. Just like, even just the redraft format itself. But I think that um, th- those are the guys I'm targeting on that turn specifically. Those two players, and then after that, I don't know. I, I think I can get at least one of them on that turn, though. Yeah. So like it, it just feels like if you buy into Aaron Rodgers at all, you almost have to buy into Dak Prescott. You know, just on the the possibility that it was Mike McCarthy's system, you know. Yeah. But like you said, there's more weapons in Dallas than Aaron Rodgers ever had. So yeah. is, is McCarthy going to get credit for, again, having all those weapons and a quarterback <laughs> that just threw for, what, 5,000 yards almost? Um, and, and Kellen Moore was retained as offensive coordinator and seems like he's the one that's still calling the plays this year, right? So if McCarthy's not taking that over, I don't, I don't know that he deserves all the credit. On an offense that was already super high, I, I almost wonder that maybe the offense is more efficient, but we don't they don't put up as much fantasy numbers because the team overall is better. Dak had to throw for that last year. May, maybe he doesn't this year, and then those numbers go down. And then are we saying, well, McCarthy made him worse? Yeah, no, that's a fair point. That's why I wanted to test this out on you on you guys and see if it has legs or not. Uh, uh, I've seen Rogers, so just looking at a couple of mocks, quote unquote, they are mocks. Um, three Oh three Oh three is the latest I've seen Rogers go. He went at three Oh two twice, one being to me. So that one doesn't really count for you. Um, but (laughs) so I probably do have to take him with one of my first two picks. If I'm going to do it, I would be surprised if you, so you Uh, have 10, so you'd have to, yeah. I mean, you never know, uh, three ten in this one in particular, Stafford went at three nine though. So maybe that's your consolation prize. If he slips and you don't get Rogers. Yeah. You know, yeah. something like that. If one of those guys, like like uh, Swags was saying, uh, Stafford looks like he makes it past the the my two twelve three one turn every time so far. Yeah, so that's that's an interesting one. Yeah, yeah. and it and it's tough because you know in a in a twenty four hundred whatever team format like this, I like I, it feels like you have to to just try and shoot the moon. You mm-hmm. know just landing among the stars isn't good enough. Like you've got to actually, you've actually got to land on the moon with this. And, and so, you know, I'm, I'm really trying to target the guys who I think can be the number one overall at their Mm -hmm. various positions. And uh, it's, it's going to be really tough to do that. I mean, it, it like with any pick, it was going to be tough to, to do that because 
like Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys, but do I really want to reach for him in the second round? I I don't I don't know if I can do it. Hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it'll be Swags interesting. Swags is going to do it. Well, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, eh, probably yeah. not. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't think that's who I'll target on that turn. I, I think he'll probably go like five picks after I pick or something like that. Especially once you double tap um, quarterback on that turn. But but yeah, the, the one thing. The one thing though is. I think everybody needs to be ready for anything to happen. And I know you guys know that, but like you, I, I see, I, um, I don't know if you guys are in chats for your perspective yep. picks or anything like that. Yeah. But everybody's like, Oh, this is what's happening in the mocks. I'm planning on doing this and this and this. And like, don't take those mocks and even the ADP that John's yeah, putting sure. together as the Bible, because anything yep. could happen in your drafts. Once we all start drafting, You'll talk to your best friend, and his draft is going to be completely different than yours. You just yeah. don't even know how it's going to go. Yeah, it'll be fun afterwards to compare ADPs and just, you know, oh, my God, you got that guy this late, and he went so early in this one, and vice versa with certain players. But, just but to, I did Like John said, see see where the players are that shoot the moon for your team. I, I do want yeah. to go back to Drew Brees before we get out of we the We will Scott get to trade at some talk. point, I promise. So, <laughs> but, but, no, so... And I don't want to get political here, but I want to talk about Drew Brees and his flag comments and how hard that offensive line could have to work this year. And I know that he made an apology and and I'm not even this is not me throwing shade. But the fact is, he offended lots of people and there might be some people trying harder to sack him this year. And I think that offensive line is going to absolutely have to earn its money this year. Whether they like what Drew Brees said like or the not, line, they're going to so still be helps. trying to win. It is, but the, it's it's going to get wore out. I I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. He he. I think stands a chance of of players working a little bit harder <laughs> to try to sack him and hurt him. And um, sacks are a big part of the Scott Fishbowl this year. Um, for that reason, like alone, I'm out on Drew Brees. So sacks is minus one, right? I thought it was minus two or four when I first looked at it. I think it's wrong. I think it's minus one. And incompletion is minus one. Um, I don't know. Let's yeah. Just throwing that out there. I, and, and I, I almost would have like liked to see that change. Speculation, a like, and you don't know what's going to happen. Like maybe everybody will be fine with Drew Brees. And, and again, this is just me, me like thinking. Like I, I don't know. Like yeah. You, you I, talk about my family. I don't care if you come to apologize. I'm still going to look at you dirty when we hit the field. Sure. I kind of think that the, I, I I I like the the angle for sure. I do think though that the apology probably went a pretty long way. Like with in his a, teammates, they got to be I, in the locker room, like talking with him, and you know they they had a moment, and and I hope it was a good moment for the team and for Drew Brees. But the league didn't have that conversation with Drew Brees. Like, there's a lot of players still upset with Brees and like hurt by what he said hopefully he's taking a movie forward again not trying to get super political here i hope that i think drew Brees learned a lesson and and i think that he's trying his best to get educated as we all should but at the same time he hurt a lot of people's feelings like i don't know so yeah i'm out just for that reason alone not because i'm saying i i hate the guy and what he said but for that reason alone and the target i believe he may have put on his back i am not interested Especially as no, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, objectively, I think that it's a, it's an important thing to consider. And by the way, just kind of a side note, my personal opinion, this should not be a political issue. Like this uh, should right, be right. Th- this should be a pretty easy one for everybody to just say there's a right side and a wrong side. There's not absolutely n- no real shades of gray here. Yeah, I agree. Um, yep. it, but, you know, I, I just like in a time where it's just so every, every, you know nobody's really apologizing for for you know the things that they say and do and, and it's more of a double down and it it starts at the top again you know mm-hmm. not to get political mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you know you you've you've got a guy regardless of you know love him or hate him it, you either love him or you hate him because of the fact that he 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 says the things that he says and then you know he he really stands by it and you know you're you're never gonna get him to you know to to go back on the things that he said you're never gonna get an apology from him that's for damn sure Mm -hmm. 
he might try and spin what he said, but he's not going to apologize for it. Right. So it was a you know, PR I, move. Yeah. It, or I, it could I, have been. I'll say it that way to keep it open. Who knows? But I think it, it could have very well been a PR move. Yeah, it's it's possible. It's just, man, it's so rare that you even get that right now. You know, sure. like any any type of apology for um, for insensitive comments like that, that I think that somebody who's willing to, you know, go back on on uh, what they said mm-hmm. and, you know, do a 180 like that. I think I just I, I kind of think that that probably is going to carry a lot more weight than the original comment The will. You know, the, I hope the you're right, the, honestly. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But it, I mean, it, it's definitely something to monitor. It's, I, I uh, mean, and I, and I know that he made the statement afterwards, but I mean, you don't think some people in his division after he made that comment were like, man, you're dead <laughs> and, and yeah. didn't like still harbor some of those feelings a little bit. Like, I don't even care. I'm going to still get you. I mean, honestly, like yeah. just the humanity in it. Like, I don't know if everybody will full out forgive him even if they do like i think they still want a piece of that yeah it's certainly possible i yeah it, it's possible i mean i think there are some of those people who wanted to kill him just because they're tired of him beating him all the time yeah, <laughs> yeah. so and this just kind of gives him another so how idea. early are you taking james that's what i was gonna say jacob eason <laughs> or james winston for this year or are we doing dynasty where do you want it's james either way i don't know that's what you say I mean, you just asked me. That's my answer. You don't have to agree with it. In Scott Fishbowl? Yeah. Definitely in Scott Fishbowl. Man, that's that's the tough one. Like, even if he does get on the field, do you, do you yeah, ever I, want to start him? Yeah, I'd rather like have he, the unknown of Jacob Eason. When so, Eason gets on the field, they're going to they're gonna turn around and hand the ball 700 times a game. <laughs> yeah. Winston comes in the game, they're, they're going to let him throw. Dude. Yeah, that's the problem. Though. I mean, that's if I'm picking one to win from the bat. Like we're talking about grossness right now. Uh, yeah. yeah, give me the one with the higher upside. So the problem is, last year Jameis was what quarterback three overall, mm-hmm. something like that. What was he in um, Scott Fishbowl scoring? Uh, I don't think Not he great. was even a quarterback two. He was somewhere around quarterback twenty six. Yeah. Something like that. Those the, the thirty t- uh, the thirty but he can see now. <laughs> yeah, he, he can he can read uh, he can read license plates now. So Perfect. yeah, we're good. Can you read a playbook? I don't know. <laughs> you're taking uh, Ethan. Yeah, I mean, you can yeah, do, at least yeah. you can do that with your last pick. So it, you're not wasting anything there. Yeah, like nineteenth round or something. I'll, I'll I would prefer to have Easton on my team over Winston. I think even with everything I just said about that. Maybe Breeze getting sacked a lot. I think that Eason stands a better chance of taking the field than Winston does. And and even with the weapons he had last year, I mean, you just heard John, he wasn't even a quarterback two with that scoring. From quarterback three to not even a quarterback two. And I don't know if it's just going to go through Michael Thomas. I mean, you joke that if Eason starts, they're just going to run it. And that offense is going to run no matter what. Had 2,200 yards on the ground last year. But, I mean, what are they going to do? Just just throw it to Sanders and Thomas and leave Kamara out of the game if Winston goes in? No, I mean, Kamara will get his 81 receptions like he has every year he's been in the league. Like, they're still going to dub it off well, to him. Yeah, yeah, okay. I hear that. I'm, I, I'm just like especially for this format, I mean, I would be surprised if Eason outside of your draft is taken at all. So don't take him early. I, I almost bet Winston is taken at the end of a lot. Yeah. That's all. That's I, I don't want Winston. Not throwing sh- we got yeah. super gross on you though. And it's probably not even worth talking about your, your <laughs> fault. I feel like maybe it's fine. All right. I'm jumping into trades now because we're probably halfway through the show and it's about time we do that. Uh, 10 team. So I have a couple that are all over the board in size-wise. So we're, we're going to start off with a 10-team here. 10-team PPR Superflex. Side A is Lamar Jackson and Tyler Higby. Side B is Jonathan Taylor, Travis Kelsey, and Kareem Hunt. No quarterback on the other side. Oh, wow. Yeah. But it's a 10-team. So it and was Jordan, you P. Said, Riley, uh, something like that. Yeah. Lamar and... Lamar Manfred. and Higby. Taylor. Taylor, Kelsey, Kareem Hunt. It doesn't say tight end premium either. Yeah. But it's 10-team. 10, 10 and you did say this is dynasty, right? Not redraft. Correct. Yeah, quarterback side then. In the ten team, you need the top yeah. of the top there. 
And yeah. since it's not tight end premium, you're not necessarily worried about Higby. Right. Yeah. Team, yeah you might it, be able to figure that out somewhere else. Yeah. And I, I mean, you probably can anyways, like even with a tight end premium, I think you're probably okay with Higby, but uh, the, it, the big thing is, is still quarterbacks. I mean, you know, they're not scarce, but they're still powerful, you know, and mm-hmm. especially when you're talking about the, the, the top end like that. Because it's 10 team swags, is there enough on that other side? I don't know. It's an interesting trade because, like, I mean, all this depends on depth. and. But it's a 10 team, so you so got to figure you probably still adding, have a couple quarterbacks. You're adding three players to the other side of it, so you're dropping some players. I'm guessing that side has quarterbacks and they're not too worried about it. Normally mm-hmm. in a 10 team league, I, I want the one player side just for those reasons because i want to be top heavy and as top heavy as i can but i mean you're adding a tight end one a a rookie number one in my opinion Mm -hmm. and i don't know hunt i don't know what hunt is today to me but i'm i'm assuming assuming that that side has plenty of quarterbacks i i don't know man this is a tough one for me i'm taking the Jonathan Taylor and Kelsey side. Not just I'm assuming that they're set at quarterback. Maybe it's uh, Lamar's not my guy. Sorry, Superflex Super Show. Like <laughs> that, I, I'm, I'm not, not a huge that. fan. Yeah, I, I I'm certainly not going to chase what he did in 2019. And and while I agree, Others like might, you still like quarterbacks are important in a 10 team league, but it completely changes. Like that, it's never going to be as much of a struggle to find quarterbacks in a 10 team league because you everybody can have three and it's only 30 players versus you can't you can't do that in a 12 team the math changes so much just by adding those Mm -hmm. two teams so i'm guessing there's quarterbacks around this guy just chose the quarterback he wanted and is willing to pay up for it Uh, i don't know i'm taking the taylor and kelsey side here i'm guessing that he adds two nice pieces there that he's gonna start along with other quarterbacks he has I mean, I, so I think the value is is fine. Uh, if you know, even to give up a quarterback without getting one in return, I think that it's good value. It's just it, you're you're giving up. You know, even with the regression that's coming for Lamar Jackson, I think you're giving up. You know, a, a pretty stable floor with him as your yeah, QB one, yeah. and you know, you're I, you're still taking on some risk. As much as I think Jonathan Taylor is. You know, the easily the the running back one in this rookie class. It's it's still going to take a while to find out. You know, we we still probably have a little bit of a running back by committee. Mm-hmm. We also know that rookie running backs, while they they do produce as rookies, they also still hit that rookie wall. Like right around, you know, what is the college season? It's somewhere around like twelve games, something like that. That's that's right around where rookie running backs start to start to wear down even if they do get on the field right away so you know there's maybe not if he's uh running back by committee early on because taylor's used to carrying the rock 30 times a game if you're only going to give him 12 to 15 well then maybe he makes it the whole season i know it's not exactly the same but just workload wise uh he's definitely used to a full nfl you know uh, even rb1 kind of uh load you know he's shown that in college but and then even then though i mean you're you're still that's still suboptimal for you because you're you're getting roughly the same number of carries out of the centerpiece of that trade that you were that you would have got from Lamar Jackson. Well, you said that because you still believe <laughs> right. in Marlon Mack, apparently. And I, th- I think it, there's a bit of a Chubb, uh, you know, Brown situation here where where Marlon Mack becomes Carlos Hyde and and non-existent by you know very possible midway it, through the season. But maybe I then also, he hits the wall because then he is taking full workload from then on out. So. That's a thing. I, it, I, I mean, I think it's entirely possible that Marlon Mack gets traded. Like sure. the, whoever whoever loses their top running back to an ACL, like you yeah. might you might see them trade for Marlon Mack or or carry on Johnson. Like that's the type of a move that we could see in the in the offseason in the preseason. But you know, either way, like either Taylor gets the full workload and wears down early, or you know, he's stuck in a committee and, and you're probably getting more rushing volume out of Lamar Jackson, Yeah. you know, but either, either way, like you're taking on some risk with, with Jonathan Taylor. 
For for argument's sake, if it was Mahomes, I would take the Mahomes side. And I know how close Lamar and Mahomes are to a lot of people. And some people have Lamar above Mahomes. So I, I totally get it if somebody wants to go out and get Lamar. But he's just not a player that I'm going to be adding I, to any of my teams. Yeah, I would agree with that statement. Yep. Otherwise, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna lean B side and take all the pieces. Fifty three percent on the B side. This is an early poll though, so uh, depending on when this shoe goes gets out, hopefully I get some more votes and see where that one goes. Um, let's keep going to add Dynasty Guide to uh, last ten team we have. It's a half PPR. This is a true two quarterback. Although it doesn't really matter here at this point. We got Michael Gallup on one side. We have Rashad Penny on the other, but we also get a 2021 first. It says mid to late. Let's just call it mid. That makes the most sense. Uh, this comes down to a little bit more in a 10-team. Um, is, is Michael Gallup a piece here? Uh, to me, Penny means nothing. So yeah. I, I feel like the first at this point in a 10-team is the most valuable piece in this offer. So I'm going to take that side. Yeah, agreed. And that's a... That's the main reason. The the one other thing that I'll add though is I just I do not want wide receiver depth. If Michael Gallup is a starter for me, then I need I'll, the first I'll, anyways. Yeah. 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 That's that's the only way that I would even consider uh sticking with Gallup is if he's a starter. But yeah, I mean, like you said, if if that's the case, you're kind of in rebuild mode anyways. Yeah. So just just punt. And I'm guessing if it's just 10 team leagues, I'm guessing Penny was probably actually one of the worst players that other team owned. And yeah, he would have dropped it anyway, kind of. Even. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But yeah, I want the pick side as well. 51% on Gallup right now. So again, another early one. It's only been out a couple hours. I just do. Gallup had what, 1,100 yards last year? Mm hmm. Um, and I, I, Cobb had right around 800. So Cobb's gone. We move CD into wide receiver three, two, wherever you want to put it. Do, do we, do you see that? You know, how do we see wide receiver? And I'm going to include Mari one, two, three, go in there. Do, do we see CD leapfrog out, but Amari still stays one. Do we get all three of these guys to just kind of be, you know, really close to each other? You just need to buy the cheapest one. How, how are you feeling in Dallas wide receivers? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, and I still like Gallup, even though, you know, I just said, I don't, I don't want him to be a starter for me. I'd be fine with him, you know, on my bench is kind of a lotto ticket, but, and, and the main reason is because, you know, I think for 2020 Amari is, is definitely the guy you want. I think Gallup can probably, he's going to be fine. And I think, but you know, going forward, I think CD Lamb starts to take this thing over more and more starting in 2021. So, you know, it's it's redraft versus dynasty is kind of the mm-hmm. the, the yeah, that that's kind of the line, I think. Swags. Yeah, I'm I'm not super interested in Gallup at all. <clears throat> um, but I, I would I, if you have more Amari Cooper, you want to send my way to drink? I'm happy to explore those offers, and I I'm happy okay. going out to get some CD Lamb. But Gallup is somebody that I don't think he was as good if Cooper was off the field, and I think that showed a little bit. I don't think, mm-hmm. and I know he doesn't have to be a wide receiver one on a team, but I think that that's going to be CD Lamb's. And yeah, I'm, I I don't think he gets 1,100 yards this year, but who knows? Again, man. especially if we don't get that super high yardage total from Dak. Right. Where is that? Where, who does that come from? To me, it feels like Gallup at this point and with maybe him and CD kind of fighting for more yardage there. I, I think that's at a, least close. Yeah. I, I see a lot of trades happening with firsts involved that I feel like should have been a second or third instead of a first, just because people are willing to <clears throat> do a small upgrade. And then they don't understand that that first is probably worth more than the best player they got back in their trade by this time next year. Gotcha. And I, I don't know. I've seen that happen a lot lately where I'm just like, why are you trading all these firsts? Like, look at what we got out of first this year. Next year's draft is going to have some great players as well. Maybe not the depth, but the first round is still going to be pretty classy next year. I, I don't know. So I think that you can still you can add a lot of pieces next year to your team if you're just kind of patient. All right. I'm going to go to the next one. I'm with you. At FF Snoog. Snoog. Snog. We're going snook. Uh, <laughs> Superflex, full point PPR. Um, Fournette and a 21 second or Chubb. Can we go fast here? Hmm. 
Mm, man, I don't like this one. It's Maybe tough. we can't go fast. It's, it's Chubb. You mm. want the Chubb side, but go buy Fournette. He's way too cheap for the production he's going to give you this year if he's healthy. All right, so I agree with that, and so does the pool. If I change the 21 second to a first, if it's a Fournette and a first, can I get you to go to that side, or is it the unknown of Fournette after this year that still makes you take Chubb? Mm, I want, Would you pay that? I think I probably want the Chubb side. I, I might switch to Fournette at that point. Because you want the first anyways, because you hate running backs. We all know you, John. It's cool. I also hate draft picks, though. So this, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a great trade for me. But, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I do very much hate running backs. And I think that, you know, if 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 you're going to, you know, I, I think that you can make up the difference with a with a first round pick between, you know, most elite running backs. Fair. Swags are staying on Chubb. Yeah, I probably will. And and I totally get it though. I like I like acquiring that first like the first and four net side more than I liked like the first and Gallup trade. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I mean, Chubb is a weakness, and and uh, I, I believe in him more than I think a lot of people. I'm not as worried about Hunt, should I say? I think that Chubb can help you this year and next still, even if even if that first turns into some a player that's really nice uh next well, year's situation with Fournette he's probably right. going to be on another team who knows he's 25 i think he's going to ball out this year but that's just not the way i want to buy Fournette by giving up Chubb right now we get the unknown of Fournette next year and then uh all the talk of regardless of how you feel about Hunt this year that they probably move him or trade him or he signs somewhere else so then you end up with Chubb not necessarily by himself, but maybe with a, you know, a later round rookie behind him backing him up. Not a guy like Kareem Hunt, you know what I mean? So maybe you get unknown of Fournette with maybe a bump up to Chubb. I, I hear you. I think the first is the is the the piece I, I would like to acquire there, but that one would be tough. And Chubb destroyed the the second part. Uh, let's see. Let's go to yes, this one um, <laughs> at MC Caps G, whatever that means. It's a quarter point per carry, full PPR, super flex. Um, we have CEH, Slayton, and a 2021 third and fourth for Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, a 21 first and a 21 second. I'll take you the already- Derrick Henry side, yeah. I, yeah, I think so too. What was what was on the, the Edward Solaire side again? CEH, Slayton, a third and a fourth. Henry, a first and a second. Yeah, yeah, Henry side. It, I, they start off ahead for me with Henry over Edward Solaire and then... You know, you just kind of stay ahead with it. And then pick. you get that those picks too, the first and the second. Yeah, you basically win that three times. So <laughs> <laughs> fair, and it, and it crushed in the poll here. Uh, Henry good. didn't sign his franchise tag yet, right? Is that right? I thought he did. Did I think, he? Yeah, okay. I think he's on his friend his franchise tag. So the one year of Derrick Henry, you still feel safe enough about it because he'll move on and still have a, a solid job. If he if he's not in Tennessee, yeah, that, that doesn't worry you. With second the... for insurance, uh, and I know that okay, that's like the opposite of what I just did with Fournette. But is that what we're paying paying up for here? Though we get Ceh on four years, more likely five because they took him at the end of the first. So you, you you're paying up for five years of quote unquote security in that running back. I mean, the Henry side won eighty two percent. Like it's not close here. I just I'm trying to understand thinking on the other side. Yeah, I think it, it's I, dangerous. Yeah. I man, I'm I'm not a I'm not a Clyde Edwards Hilaire fan. I kind of yeah. wasn't going into the draft, and the the landing spot just doesn't do enough for me. Uh, I, people are going nuts over him, and I Fool's just gold. I don't get. Yeah, I, I I mean, is he did he suddenly become a bell cow back just because he's in Andy Reid's offense? I I don't I don't see that. Like when Andy Reid said he was better than uh, uh what was it McCoy? No, then- Westbrook. Said he was better than Westbrook. Oh yeah, uh, yeah I think, yeah, yeah, I think his <laughs> roof, you know, blew the roof off the doors. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people are better than Brian Westbrook, but I, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I think Damian Williams is is still going to be a pretty big part of that offense. I, and I think that it's still going to be pretty pass heavy, you know. I and I, I, and I don't mean dump offs. Like you don't you don't put Pat Mahomes back there. And pay them what they're going to have to pay him to dump off to Clyde Edwards freaking Hilaire. Yeah, I, right. I agree. That I don't know, man. I think it's so funny that I, I don't know. We can Did go. Did you on. move that Clyde Edwards Hilaire share? I have one to move. 
You haven't moved that one yet? That we've no, talked about? And, and that one, like I told you yesterday, but uh, for John, like that one is um, an orphan team I took over that had the 101, and Clyde Edwards is so good that he was available for me in the Debbie League, and whereas like the other running backs would not have been because they run people's taxis teams like Swift, Jonathan Taylor, Dobbins, all those guys, Acres. He was they were all on taxi squads, whereas Clyde Edwards was available, so he was my one oh one and now I'm trying to move him. I've offered him to the Swift owner, to the Jonathan Taylor owner. I've added to C H <laughs> to try to get Swift from Katie Flower. She will not make the move. Um I think she's annoyed with me. Um but but yeah, so I have that one share to move. He's kind of sitting on the offer. I sent John what I don't know what you'll think of this, but um I asked for Todd Gurley, um, LaVisca Chenault, and a 2021 second for my Clyde Edwards Alaire. Oh, and I'm yeah. pushing him Randall Cobb because he, he said he could only do it if he gets some kind of wide receiver back and he's kind of sitting on it thinking about it now. Yeah, I don't I don't mind that for you. I know that you're giving up value, but I, I don't know. I think that you're going to get more production out of it. So, uh, But I'm also surprised that that move hasn't been made because of the value. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it i told the like two drink when we were talking about it i go wait where like where do you get offers like this like nobody's giving you that like nobody's giving you ceh for Gurley right now like yeah. come on buddy so he i think we'll get the deal done but we'll see but if not i'll move on to a different team but yeah and then the other one the league was in an uproar because i traded ceh straight up for swift hmm i i I don't know. I don't mind that move. Like I I don't I generally don't like moving, you know, the going one for one at the same position. Um especially so after Swags drafted him what 101 and then Swift 102, like 106 102 to be fair. 102? But yeah. 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 That, he was trying to correct his own mistake. It was uh it, it's, I don't think it's my pin tweet that, actually, John. It's my pin yeah. tweet, but um oh, nice. but yeah, so that was um a, a rookie draft that happened right away after the NFL draft. And I, I drafted CEH 102 and just felt gross. Like the second I did it, because I was kind of like stuck on the value side and like the Twitter talk, I got too caught up in it, man. And then as soon as it was my pick, I kind of tried a little bit to move back and I couldn't. And then I took CEH. I tried to make the the move to the swift owner for me to get a little bit back a couple times wasn't happening finally i offered it straight up because that's how i feel and that's what i wanted for my team he accepted i instantly felt better and the league went crazy (laughs) (laughs) did you kill the league kind of dude it's a 32 team league too so every there i mean there's 31 people well, 30 because the other owner wasn't really involved in it you know like just he was pretty stoked but <laughs> um but but to me i mean it, it's kind of a silly thing to be in an uproar about i mean we're talking like two rookie spots um i kind of explained my thought process on it and everybody's like but value but value but value i don't know man <laughs> fuck your value man yeah we don't have to go down that road again <laughs> maybe maybe sometime in the future i have i have two more i want to get to um and they're kind of the same so at dynasty society underscore uh just wants to know little little different way of thinking here but especially since we have you on john so Superflex adp in july of 2021 so you got to put that future cap on for a second and Ooh. just who has a higher adp in july 2021 daniel jones or Tua Tagovailoa? Oh man, I mean probably Tua. Um, is I, it I, Daniel Jones hate or is it it's, believing it, in Tua? It's and the Dolphins kind of at, at that point. If you're if you're going that route, I think. Yeah, I mean I think it, it's a little of both, but it's mostly Tua. Okay. Um, I I I don't totally buy it with Daniel Jones. I mean, you know, the I I don't like that receiving core. Darius Slayton is is awesome, but the rest of those guys, it's like when they're actually healthy, they're it's it's still pretty mediocre. <laughs> yeah, and that's when they're and, all healthy. Yeah, which you don't get very often, anyways. Meanwhile, 
I actually think Tua's got a, a pretty underrated wide receiver group, and it, you know they've. I, I think they've got a pretty underrated running game. Um, I think that they actually have a decent offensive line. Even I, I, I think that there's a lot in place, and I, I, above all else, Tua's just so much more talented than Daniel Jones. It's like not even close. I, the only reason that anybody has any reservations right now about Tua is just because of the hip injury, and it was a bone. It was a bro- a broken bone. I, and yep. like you can speak to this better than I can, Jay. But like it, it, you know, once it's healed, it's healed, right? Like it, it's not right. are we worried about about re-injury. You shouldn't be. Yeah. yeah. Swags. Daniel Jones or Tua um, next year, July. I don't know. 13 this, months it, from now. It's such a hard game to play, but I like this. I mean, I, I try to do this a lot of times just to sort of stay ahead of value. I mean, that was my right. whole thing with, like, the Swift and the CEH mm-hmm. trade. Like, try to make trades today that I don't feel like I can make this time next year. Right. Um, and and I know some people think that's tacky. But, yeah, I think I'm going the two aside as well. But I think it could be close, man. I think Daniel Jones could still take a step forward. I mean... You you need a healthy Evan Ingram though, and you need Barkley out there every game. And and yeah, I think Daniel Jones could still take a step forward. Um, he threw five touchdowns two games last year, or he he threw mm-hmm. five once, five total touchdowns, threw yeah. four another time, and then had a running TD. So yeah, but yeah, I, I don't I don't think they're gonna be that far apart to be honest with you. But. That, I think that the hype side is always going to be on Tua. And I think John's right. He is the better quarterback, but I have some concerns. Jones Jones is interesting this year. Um, we did see him have some crazy games. I'd like to look and see uh, if either of those games were with Barkley or if he was forced to, to have some bigger games because Barkley wasn't there and get it out there. But then you can play the other side and say, well, now he has that piece, you know what I mean, and, and allow that new new offense there. Well, Head coach, I'll there's say, a lot going I'll on. I'll say Tua, though. Okay. Who has I'm not more value you the than Daniel Jones or Gardner this time next year? This time next year, so it's after the draft, Daniel Jones. It's Gardner. It's I definitely mean, Gardner. Man, that one's so so super close. Do you want to tell me at the end of the year? Okay, Gardner. If the draft is happening, I'm going I'm going Daniel Jones. So you're just assuming no matter how Gardner performs, even if he plays better than Daniel Jones again, that he's gonna be replaced. I don't necessarily think it matters how good Minshew is um, in comparison to where the Jaguars finish this year. Huh? You don't have to agree with that point, but if the Jags are, are picking inside their top five uh, and they have a chance to get what most team as a franchise quarterback, I don't think you pass that up. It's definitely a difference in philosophy from me to you and how we look at the game. So I understand you definitely not agreeing with that take. But just because of draft capital. 100%. Yeah, I, I just think, uh, I, 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 yeah, I can't get on board with a team if they're not going to look at how they perform in the NFL versus where they drafted them. And and Gardner gave them more wins than anybody since the year Blake Bortles had, what, 8 or 10? I don't know, yeah, I I, I can't get on board with that. That's like saying Tom Brady can't be it. the best quarterback ever because he was a fourth-round draft pick. We are we are looking into the future here, uh, and and if the Jags are are mediocre and finish you know eight and eight, then I, I think he's you know somewhere in that neighborhood. Then I think he's got a solid shot. I just don't see that happening. They have the lowest over over win projected total you know for Vegas at four and a half as the worst team in the NFL. If they're picking at one, they're damn sure damn sure not keeping Minshew. I think if they're inside the top five, they probably still don't. Moving on. I'm not giving you the answer to that one because I have one more to ask here. It is the same question. Higher Superflex ADP in July 2021. ADP, is it Joe Burrows or Daniel Jones? Is this one easier since we just both everybody answered Tua? Yeah, I'd take Burrows. Yeah, I, I think Burrow will be. I mean, I, I still think Tua is a better quarterback than than Burrow, by the way. But um, nice as, as far as... You know, I, I think that Burrow is is likely to to start day one. I mean, he's he's mm-hmm. going to like what right. else are you gonna do, Ryan Finley. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that he starts from day one. Uh, he's got better weapons. He's got a better system. Um, I I think that we're just gonna see more of uh, of Joe Burrow's potential 
in uh, here in 2020. And I think that that's going to probably push him a, ahead of Daniel Jones and Tua, um, even though, like I said, Tua is still the better quarterback. So not I'm going to I'm going to steal Russ and Dynasty game night um, segment for just a second with my own little twist here on those two that we just listed. So I want you both to pick percentage of you both pick Burrow over Daniel Jones. You both pick Tua over Daniel Jones. I need the percentage for the rookie quarterback of what they beat Daniel Jones in. I'm going to give you both, I don't know what, 30 points. Don't go over the edge. Not quite. I Hmm. guess it's kind of ADP cliffhanger, but with percentage base here. So Swag, I'm going to I'm going to start with you, Swag, because John's a guest. I don't care. Uh, Do you want to do Burrow or Tua? Percentage of difference? Right. So just pick the first pick the first one here. Do you want to do Joe Burrow or Tua over Daniel Jones? Which one are you doing first? Um, I'll do Joe Burrow. Are these polls or something? I- Correct. Okay. Right. So you have absolutely no idea what's going on here, but it's cool. And so Dan- Daniel Jones lost both of these polls. That is correct. Nice. So I think uh, Burrow won seventy to thirty, and then I think that Tua was more like sixty-four to thirty-six. All right, I have your number, John. Yeah, I was I was somewhere in that same ballpark, so um, I'll go higher with Burrow. We'll call it eighty-two percent. Play some prices right. Yeah, yeah. He didn't play right. Seventy-one <laughs> percent. Um, <laughs> and then on two, uh, let's go fifty-five, forty-five. All right, so Swags hit nail on the head on Burrow, seventy thirty. Which immediately caused you to lose, John. Sorry. Oh, but you, you were close. That's just because you went 82. If you'd have prices right at him, you'd have just won, right? Yeah. Because Tua won 56 to 44. So uh, you're both oh, wow. very close on yeah. both sides there. Um, but Swags narrowly escapes with a victory of my fucking made up bullshit game. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Herbert was not on there. I didn't see that one, Swags. I can't do that for you. And Minshew is just another fight for another day for us. I think that's it, fellas. I had a lot of fun. I don't know if you guys want to bullshit about anything else, but this has been a fun lunch date for us. A brunch date for John, I guess. <laughs> yeah. What does Mountain do? Yeah, a g- good way to good way to wake up and start the day. Love some my day's at least halfway over, teams. but you know, East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the that's the cool thing about being uh, here in the Mountain Time Zone. I'm still two hours in the past, so like I should really just a- ask you guys every morning, like how's how's this day go is it worth it for me like is it worth getting out of bed since you guys are in the future you can maybe come. Uh, this might be a two mountain dew uh kind of breakfast for you john <laughs> Dude, yeah. there, there's some days where we kind of have a feeling we're gonna record today and then there's other days where we just are like hey what are you doing and like oh nothing right. want to try sure <laughs> yeah. and and then there's some what are we days talking where about we, i don't know hit we start plan on it and we don't even do it <laughs> Right, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but oh, man, it that. is always worth reaching out, dude. I mean, honestly, like little push goes a long way. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Appreciate yeah. you, John. If they don't thanks know for- already, that's dumb. But definitely tell them everywhere where you are. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on, guys. It's always awesome to catch up with you two. You're two of my favorites. Um, as Superflex dude on Twitter, uh, on the Superflex Super Show, and uh, the FF Mercs flag flagship podcast uh we got that back and uh last time we were here i wasn't totally sure <laughs> if we should even talk about that one but since then we've actually we've gone pretty guest heavy and yeah uh, you've got a couple yeah yeah we we've brought in some heavy hitters so um check that one out we're borrowing uh we're borrowing strategy and information from some of the greatest minds in fantasy football so check Love it, it out yeah swags uh, i'm at swagzilla og i, I think like I know. <laughs> Fucking Eric, man. Right? I had to call it out, and I'm like, oh, shit, it is a zero. I, uh, Eric, You'll I, find it either way. Eric, guys. I love you, but I couldn't understand half the shit you said, but I knew that you called me out for my damn zero. Right. <laughs> and for and sure. I'm just joking. I could understand you. I, I love Eric. Eric's got an awesome accent. It's fun More to like hang with. Um, but I, I think I'm at a weird point in life where I'm going to be selling some Joe Mixon. Ooh. Ooh, don't do it. Don't do it. I don't know, John. <laughs> I, I think that it, he's just what he is. And, and what he is is great. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if I can add, like, a little something to my Joe Mixon and go get Zeke, 
I'm going to do it. And I think that people are thinking that Joe Mixon is going to all of a sudden be something he wasn't. He, I think he's an RB1. Low end the RB1. You, you think he's the RB1? He's going to be the RB1 in 2020. That's that is my belief. damn bold. Board it. Can we board it? Absolutely, yeah. Definitely I'm all take about the field. That. I'll, I'll take that. I know I'm just um, the guest here, but yeah. You guys have board bets all over the place. Let's let's get I, I want to get in on that. Oh, so one. <laughs> so I, I know we're getting out of here, John, but but super quick, try to Doesn't sell me feel on this. Like it. Yeah. Sorry, what was it? I said, I know we're getting out of here, but super quick, try to sell me on this. Because, I, I mean, I have a lot of Joe Mixon. Like, he's somebody that I like. I've I've got on all my teams. It's not that I don't like him. It's just that I think his value is at this point where, and you think it's going to get better, but so, I think his value is yeah. at this point where it's like, yeah, I might as well, like, sell a couple shares because I have so much. And, and I think, depending on your scoring, I don't yeah. know, man. Well, so here's, here's the thing, and I will try and make it as – quick as i can as condensed as i can but one thing that we know is that the number one running back in a given season almost never repeats uh it's usually the the number one is usually a guy who hasn't done it before um so you know you already eliminate what zeke uh i think he he did it once before um definitely uh you know mccaffrey and barkley those guys aren't gonna be the vrb one um you know, and then you kind of go down the list and and look at the other guys who could potentially do it. Here's the thing with Mixon, and, and the concern is the is a possible holdout, just like Dalvin Cook. Hopefully, he understands that that doesn't work for running backs. You don't have leverage. Um, so, but the I mean, you look at the offense, the Zach Taylor offense that's very similar to what Sean McVay runs for the Rams. Um, you know, he came from that same system. Uh, very, uh, very pass heavy to the running back. And uh, I mean, they really just kind of lean on a running game altogether. And, you know, you've got weapons all over the place. You've got a young, you know, a rookie quarterback that you just took at 101 overall. The plan is to, for this to be a very explosive offense, the way that they're going to try and win games is by just, you know, boat racing people. But you still can't totally turn it over to a rookie quarterback. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think that a lo- the training wheels, generally speaking, when you're trying to break in a rookie quarterback, which they're going to do from day one, are the running is backs. to, yeah, turn around and hand it off. He's going to get a ton of volume. He's going to be involved in the passing game. I, and this is going to be, I mean, it's a, it's not a great defense. They're going to have to score points. They're going to have to try and, and boat race people if they're going to win games, if they're going to be competitive. Mm-hmm. And I just think that all of that runs through Joe Mixon. Yeah. I just, I, I, I don't hate that at all. And, and, and to be honest, I did buy a share a few days ago too. Somebody cold offered me, um, guys and they, they cold offered me their Joe Mixon for my guys and Metcalf. And I love Metcalf, but I smashed accept and added Mixon to my team. Yeah. So maybe overpaid today, especially with the guys hype that's going around. But um, so I did add him to one team too. But I, I've also like I don't know. I sold that one share two drink where I got McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. But man, now Johnson RB one the RB one for twenty twenty, and then you sell him <laughs> right <laughs> because, yeah. because again, he, I mean, he's not going to do it again. None of them do. You know, Barkley might at some point, but. I, I just I don't ever try and bank on a running back being the RB one overall again if he's already done it. I'm going to add a Joe Mixon share to your team by the end of the day. Nice. I, I bet I have one in at least one of the leagues we're in. Superflex Army, I have C E H. Oh. <laughs> Damn. I, I think you should try to move him. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I agree. <laughs> there is a market out there for you somewhere. Yeah. Sure. I have Swift, so you here. can't go to the Swift owner. Damn. I'm at FL2 Drink Minimum. This is that Superflex <laughs> pod. I just got offered a 2020 second first. 2022 first yeah. for Mike Williams. That's a pass. You, oh, yeah. that, you, you were offered I, the 2022. Right. Yeah. What I, am I doing with, with that? You. I'm with you. Yeah. Fucking I want the Mike. Will- I was gonna say take the Mike Williams side, but then I, yeah, I want Mike Williams. I, 
Yeah, I hate Mike Williams, but I don't even know what I'm going to be doing in 2022. Am I even still going to be playing this game? I don't know. Depends yeah. on how many Mountain Dews you have between now and then. <laughs> that's that's right. Kidney stones could be if a my, bitch. If my nervous system holds up, then uh, the 2022 is a win. <laughs> John's just trying to get to 2022. But in the meantime, make sure you follow him at Superflex Dude. <laughs> <laughs> at least until then. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget to be awesome. Hashtag DFATB. Love it. You got it. Although I just screwed it up. Yeah, that's not it. <laughs> DFTAB. I want to know what John's means now, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make something up. And then I'm going to get it trending. <laughs>